0: If I'm being honest, cussing is my native language. Be advised. Hey y'all, I'm Jen. I'm from Oakland and I'm an androgynous black lesbian feminist and a lover of all black people.
1: This is Darren. I'm an asexual novelist, researcher, and bona fide comic book fanatic from the widest part of Southern California.
0: Orange County. We're queer millennials with three kids and nearly 20 years of marriage.
1: This is a podcast about the realities of Blackness, adulting, and relationships. This
0: is That Black Couple. Hi. Hello. Hey. How are you? I am well. Guess what we are doing right now?
1: We're recording a podcast.
0: On an episode that is what? Weeks late. Hella late, hella late, <laughs> hella late, hella late, okay. Hey, 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 Hello Hella late, hella late,
1: hella,
0: hella, hella late, okay. Hey, hey, Listen, hey. we know this episode is late. Yep. Mm-hmm. April and May are awful for us. And I'm glad we're talking about mental health for the next couple episodes because, wow.
1: Yes. Let's just get into it. But, you know, we're we're modeling good behavior. We're
0: modeling good behavior because we didn't do shit.
1: Yeah. Take take on what you can. We just
0: didn't do it. Yeah. Which is what you should do.
1: Yeah. Sometimes you got to just not.
0: Right. This is Dad Black Couple Season 4, Episode 8. We're talking about 420 Justice and Burnout. And we tried to avoid burnout by not dropping this episode on
1: 420. (laughs) But you're still getting it.
0: Yes. So grab your water because we are still hydrating because we don't drink enough water. And also if we're drinking water while smoking weed, it helps us to keep our eyes from drying out and our contacts from falling out of our eyeballs
1: and fighting dehydration, and
0: fighting dehydration. Yes. That's what I was saying. I said it in a different way. I know we said the same thing.
1: Just want to get to, to, the, to the root. The
0: point is, I don't want y'all dehydrated drinks some water <laughs> and don't drink water with that stuff inside of it. Like little cranberry packets and like little fizzy things. You, you can do that. Just drink water. Yeah, I mean, you know, but everyone don't... But we got to train our bodies to drink water. Yeah, but you,
1: you got to start somewhere.
0: Okay, start there, but then move toward water.
1: Yeah, you know, slowly I'm not make being judgy. I'm
0: not being judgy. I used to be there.
1: Oh, you know I was there.
0: You know we was all there. Okay, anyway, now have a seat this is that black couple i'm jen i'm darren before we get started make sure you follow us on twitter which is dying and instagram at that B-O K couple on facebook at that black couple and look us up on the internets at www.thatblackcouple.com
1: and if you're listening to us you're listening to us on a podcast streaming platform which one i don't know because guess what we're found on all of them. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Audible, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Pandora. The list is long. If you listen to podcasts, find us where you listen to the podcasts. We're there.
0: I don't even know people still listen to Pandora. They do. That's wild.
1: It's a thing. And we're on there. Okay. So you can listen to us on Pandora Again, if you also still listening to judging, Pandora. Also
0: not judging, just not knowing it was still a thing.
1: You know, sometimes you don't want to pick your own playlist. You want Pandora to pick it for you.
0: Increable.
1: Yes. Okay. Ready? I'm ready to go. Let's
0: start. Let's, Let's start go. with segment one. First things first. How did we get here? Why are we talking about this today? I have thoughts. Do you have thoughts, there?
1: I have thoughts. Yes. Okay. We're
0: talking about burnout, <laughs> and we're talking about marijuana, cannabis, justice. So, do you want me to start?
1: You know, what? I think I think I'm gonna start do because. We. Because I think some people might be hearing those titles and being like, how do those things go together? Mm-hmm. But guess what? Cannabis is a great way to combat burnout.
0: It sure is.
1: <laughs> and it May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and you know we want everyone to be cognizant of their own mental health, and we want everyone to be healthy and to do what they need to do to take care of themselves. And I want people to not feel shame, and I want them to actually feel pride about whatever means are required to keep themselves healthy. Absolutely. And if that means you got to roll a blunt, roll the blunt.
0: I, listen, when I was in graduate school, I would have like undergrads and other grad students ask me like, how do you do it all? And I was like, Hey y'all do drugs. And they were like, what? (laughs) I was like, listen, I'm saying like, you know, things that, you know, legal drugs, right. Um, Don't do anything in excess, do everything in moderation. Mm -hmm. I mean, be smart, take care of your body. But like, honestly, I'm not the person who's like, I'm going to go solo in life and I'm going to do everything without the help of medicines. And I'm not doing that. I'm Mm -hmm. not doing that. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. Especially if it grows from the earth. So for me, it's like, you know, we have created a world around us that is extracting labor from us that doesn't allow us to sleep we're constantly on our phones our eyes are always open our backs are hurting because we're hunched over laptops and computers like we are really taking ourselves out of the world out of the environment out of the places where our body feels natural and normal Mm -hmm. and then we're like oh my gosh everything hurts i wonder why well let me just push through it and not take no drugs to help no i'm not i refuse so you know and that's not what this episode is really about The episode is really about the ways that burnout, you know, shows up in your body and it shows up in your body first, right? It's like often we ignore those sensations. We ignore when our knees are over there hurting and our back is sore and we have this repeated pain and, you know, we just get used to it and we normalize it because we got to go to work or we got to feed the kids or we got to do whatever we committed ourselves to. Meanwhile, our body's like, hey, I'm going to sit you down soon.
1: And sometimes, sometimes you just don't want to appear weak. You don't want to appear like you have flaws. You want to be like, I can shoulder the burdens of the whole world. Mm -hmm. But guess what? We're all human Mm
0: -hmm. and you can't. Zorona Hurston wrote, what did Janie's grandma tell her? That black woman is the muse of the world. No, the hell we ain't.
1: (laughs) No, the hell we ain't. The world might want you to be.
0: No, the hell we ain't. (laughs) And this, this episode is really about like, you know, what it means to be thinking about why we have to reclaim ourselves like i keep seeing my don lemon's ass getting fired mm-hmm. like and he got fired quick and he was surprised oh you know and y'all you know listen and i say y'all because i don't do this no more but like i used to <laughs> work into the bone in corporate america you know what i'm saying 50 60 hour a week uh you know routine and you're not getting sleep they're taking mm-hmm. things out of your paycheck that you didn't know was going to get taken out they asked me for a different you know, type of labor that is in the scope of your job, all these types of things, that leads to burnout. Mm-hmm. That leads
1: to burnout. And they they will dump you like they did Don Lemon. Yeah, I mean, look at Don Lemon. Like, I, I didn't look up how long he was at CNN. Because I was, don't care. I, yeah, It's not that important to me. But he was there for a long he ass time. He was there time. for, I
0: think, more than 15 years. A
1: long ass time. Because that's
0: how long I've been paying
1: attention. He's been, been pro- there the whole time. He's been propping up that network, being a black man in the front. He hasn't
0: had that afro for at least five years. I mean,
1: man, Don Lemon listen been the, been a gay black man of listen. cnn giving them credit for, the, for however long listen you mess up one time and
0: they said bye bang, 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 bang.
1: gone <laughs> so at the end of the day you gotta make sure you're taking care of yourself of first yourself. that's it put your own mask on first as that's I say it on the airplane
0: that's what this episode is about this podcast is supported by generous donations from our patrons and listeners Become a supporter today by heading to www.patreon.com slash colorcombosmedia. You can stream the show on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and SoundCloud. When you listen, please consider hitting that heart button, sharing, giving us a five-star rating, and leaving some dope comments. This helps us with our paid rankings and gets more listeners for the show. Thank you so much. We're back and we are back now. What we got to talk about burnout, and Burn. I and I want us to talk about it because. And I love my girlfriend, she's a wonderful person. This is not a critique of her, but this is a saying that she has all the time. She says, I'll, I'll get some sleep later, and I've said that, and you've said that, and a lot of people in my community say that. I, I'm around a lot of academics, and there is this idea. That if we miss out on sleep, if we miss out on rest, if we miss out on these opportunities to pour back into ourselves, we'll just make up for it later. Mm-hmm. And we've got bad news for y'all today. Go ahead, Darren. It's
1: drop bad. The, drop the bad news. It's bad. Drop it, Darren. As you know, I like to look shit up because I like to know what the fuck I'm talking about. Sure. I'm talking from a place of real. As you should. Real, real facts. Yes. Um, I'm not going to dump all the facts on your heads today, but I just want y'all to know that what burnout actually is, what it's classified is it's a state of emotional, physical, and mental exhaustion that's caused by excessive or prolonged stress.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And if that is not a definition for living in the United States, Listen. I've never heard a better one. Listen. <laughs> that's exactly what it's like for all of us, right? It's prolonged, excessive stress at all points in time. This is what it means to be black in America. Emotional, physical, and mental exhaustion. At every turn, there's some other shit you got to run up against. Mm-hmm. Um, now, if that's what burnout is, right? And we say, oh, we'll get rest. We'll figure it out. You know, self-care, all that stuff. I want y'all to know that once you reach that state of, of burnout, it takes a lot to claw yourself back. Mm-hmm. It takes years to get over burnout. Mm-hmm. Not not a weekend of sleeping in, not not you know going out on Friday night to the club. Not i mean that certainly won't do it the club won't do it No, it, it might it, you might think that it will yeah but the way you're gonna be drinking up in there <laughs> it's, and it's not going, hydrating it's going remember set, we said water it's gonna set you back Shit. a little bit but i mean they, they've done some studies on this as to you know what it takes to get over burnout um and like i said it takes a long time some some studies say it can take about a year some studies say it can take even after a decade people are still feeling the effects of burnout. Mm. Um, and so the, the point of this is like, when you say that quote of, oh, I'll get rest later. No, 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 Mm -hmm. no, no, Mm no. Get your rest now. Get your rest now. Take care of you now. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't, the effects compound over time and it becomes worse and it becomes more difficult to come back from. Mm. And that's really, I think what people need to understand when you, when, when we talk about burnout is this is the effect of you not caring for yourself over an extended extended period of time time,
0: right that's
1: why when people talk about self-care they talk about having that be a part of your regular routine it's something you have to do every day you have to take care of yourself put yourself first put your health and your wellness first every day absolutely not just once a month not once a year not when the opportunity presents itself but all the time
0: that's right and i mean here's the thing you know, I always come over here with some citations and some books. So uh, Trisha Hersey has written an amazing book called Rest is Resistance. Mm-hmm. Um, and I read it last month with some colleagues at the university where I'm an, uh, an assistant professor. And what was really interesting about the book, it talks about labor and, and capitalism and the ways that capitalism teaches us and socializes us into this perpetual state of working and productivity. But what it also teaches us in the book, it talks about the ways that we have to imagine ourselves, right? We have to imagine ourselves outside of these frameworks. We have to imagine ourselves as people who are allowed to get rest. And I've been thinking a lot about what it means that certain groups of people are allowed to get rest. Like when we think about those leisurely trips that, you know, all these middle class white people are taking to places like Costa Rica and parts of Brazil where they're basically going and, you know, you know, co opting and columbusing and, and also putting folks at risk. They were doing this all throughout COVID and they were putting all these indigenous communities at risk mm-hmm. and all this. And that is their idea of rest for a lot of people. It's like going somewhere remote where there are folks who are who are safe from the diseases and the experience that you're bringing with you and that and that being your idea of rest so when i'm talking about rest as a form of resistance i'm talking about black folk taking themselves out of these systems right not not doing the whole i'm not going to use my sick days because i don't want people looking at me towards you use your sick days use every single sick day you earned it
1: i'm a hit dog in this moment
0: y'all. listen i'm looking at you i'm looking right at you <laughs> take all of the- all
1: Take, I got, I think a couple months of sick days, take flop. your
0: sick days, <laughs> take your sick days, take your sick days, take a vacation, go see, go get back to the earth. You don't have to go to, you know, Tulum and Aruba. You don't have to go to these places, these remote places with indigenous populations who are secluded for a particular reason, right? For a real reason, Go some, go to the next state over and go camping. Go somewhere quiet, away from electronics, away from whiteness, right? And I bring this up also connected to Arlene Geronimus' new book called Weathering. And she came up with the weathering hypothesis a very long time ago, Um, but this book is like long overdue. And I I bring it up in this context because um, one of the claims that she makes in the book that's really important, and it it has been grounding um, for us for, for frankly, uh, decades. Is this idea that that living in ordinary society as an oppressed person a black brown disabled queer trans person you already naturally endure certain types of discrimination that turn up inside your body Mm -hmm. so they weather you from the inside out so while you might a black might not be cracking on the outside it's certainly cracking on the inside and this is why a lot of black women are dying of things like heart disease Things that are happening on the inside of their body, aging on the inside of their body that's not happening on the outside of their body. Because you know why? They didn't take the damn sick days. Exactly. They didn't lay down when they needed rest. So what's really interesting about um, this book, Weathering, one of the things that she's focused on is the disparity between black and white folks and life expectancy. And one of the issues that she continues to bring up is that black folk, as they live, they may live even at the same rate of, of life expectancy, but they are more likely to be susceptible to chronic disease. So the quality of life is different. Yes. So what I, I just I want black folks, specifically black folks, to really focus on the quality of our lives, the quality of our lives, right? It's not just enough to survive. I want us to really be thinking about what it means to thrive. And for me, for me, that includes cannabis. Like, I listen, I don't even hey. know how I could survive the day. You know, anxiety-wise and dealing with all the people outside and dealing with the anti-blackness of the world, discrimination of the world, I don't know how I could do it without having a cannabis regimen.
1: Listen, I walk around every day and I find myself making excuses for all type of shit. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I have allergies and that's why I'm coughing and sneezing all over the place. Not taking no allergy medication. Yeah. Oh, I'm so thirsty, but waiting to drink water Cause for you have, the next because you have a meeting three, four hours. Because I got a meeting, and, mm-hmm. or I don't want to look a certain way. I don't want to. I don't want to be thirty seconds late to take care of myself. Yeah, I have
0: students who come to my class classes hungry and they won't eat, and I'm like, please eat. They're like, I don't want to be rude. It's not rude to me that you need to feed your body. Yeah, feed your body. I
1: mean, it's don't weird. Don't be obnoxious about it, but
0: right. But I think these standards that we have, that people are supposed to deny their bodies what they need so that they can perform respectability,
1: is just outlandish. It's capitalism at its finest. At its finest and at its worst. And like you said, we need to imagine ourselves outside of that framework. Yes. You can find My Mom and Dad, a.k.a. That Black Couple, on the web at thatblackcouple.com. That Black Couple is owned and operated by Color Combos Media. If you would like to help fund our content, sign up at www.patreon.com slash media. Please consider giving us 5 or $10 per month to help us build our platform and grow our organization. You can also give one-time donations at www.paypal.com slash media. All donations are welcome.
0: All right, last segment. You ready for reflection?
1: I'm always ready to reflect.
0: Okay, so I'm going to start because I actually already have a cannabis regimen, and we're talking about 420 justice. I want to talk first about the stigma associated with marijuana usage and cannabis usage. Um, I know for me, I I don't personally give a shit. I mean, I'm from Oakland, California, so I grew up around cannabis. It was just a thing. But I do know that there are a lot of existing conversations that are still happening where people feel very strongly that it's wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, that it's wrong to smoke marijuana. Um, that weed is something that is, you know, uh inherently dangerous. They call it a gateway drug, all of this. Let me tell you something right now. Let me tell you something right now. I'm thirty eight years old. I, I I I've been I've been smoking marijuana for a very long time. It ain't gateway me nowhere. I don't nope. know. That's my personal experience. Nope. Um, but what I will say is that, you know, one of the things that's really important about this moment is that uh there's a couple things first. I think people have forgotten that we have technologically improved on everything and it includes how we grow um, and manage and disperse and distribute marijuana in this country, right? There are so many strains and um, they have so many different purposes. Some of them are great for anxiety. Some of them are great for body pain. Some of them are great for nausea, right? Um, things that we walk around, chronic pain, chronic discomfort that we walk around with every single day. There are a lot of different strains that can help you with that and you can still be functional. Yeah. Um. I don't think I've recorded a podcast episode without smoking marijuana in the history of us having this
1: podcast. I'm 100% certain that you have not.
0: <laughs> I don't think I ever have. Um, and, and people seem to think I have really important things to say. So it's not even <laughs> something, it's not even something that keeps you from being yourself. It's not something that keeps you from having your intellectual capacity. If you do it correctly, if you build a routine, right. if you have a team around you who can help you to build out a, a, a type of, um, a regimen that works for you. Now, the other part of this is cannabis justice, right? There are still people in prison for, for for possessing minor, minor, uh, amounts of t- tiny amounts of marijuana, um, that aren't even sellable, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, you know, less than an ounce, less than half ounce, you know? And I think that, you know, we don't talk enough about it because frankly, people don't care. Once folks have been identified as criminal and deviant, people just throw them away. Um, and I think that that's a larger conversation that I wish we had more conversation about. I wish we talked more about it. Um, because frankly this this thing where it's okay for people to be sitting here doing heroin and and cocaine you know and it's like oh that's fun they're just doing it at a party meanwhile people are scared to buy marijuana like this is weird it's a very strange something that
1: that has a real medical purpose and
0: grows from the ground literally (laughs) you get a seed you throw it in the ground you've got it It like it it, it, it doesn't require a lab it doesn't require toxic you know chemicals in your house you know what I'm saying so I think you know I, I really I really am concerned frankly because now that we are thinking about um legalization across the country in different states in the country now all these governmental agencies are getting involved in the regulation of of cannabis and marijuana usage and it's gotten really uh, to me really unwieldy and 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 awful you know what I'm saying we've got you know synthetic Marijuana being created in different places, and that seems to be like more highly addictive. All these additives, there's not a lot of oversight, you know. So, I I am I guess here to say like it's important that folks explore, you know, with a professional, right? If you have you know disabilities that make it hard for you to navigate the day to navigate, you know, peopling and outsiding, right? If you have insomnia, you're like, I need to get sleep, right? There are remedies for that. There are absolutely remedies for that. And folks should be looking to figure out like what remedies they can seek out that can make their lives easier.
1: Yeah. And, you know, when I think about how I grew up, I grew up in a very conservative area. My family wasn't conservative, but I grew up in a very conservative area and it was very much like abstinence style. Excuse
0: me. Um, I said I I grew up in Oakland, California.
1: I think you should say specifically. Oh, I grew up in Orange County, California. Orange County,
0: California,
1: the conservative hub of California,
0: the highest concentration of Republicans outside the South.
1: There we go. That's Yay! What, that's where I grew up, <laughs> and like I said, it was very much like absent style. It was like, don't do drugs, don't have sex, don't drink, don't do anything. Right? Because doing it was the bad thing. Right? right. It, it wasn't about being responsible in your consumption right. or like like being in touch with your body and realizing, is this something that's good for me? Or is this something that's bad for me? Right. It was very much like bar everything. Right. And, you know, I very much, that was something I definitely like took in. It was very much like, I'm not going to do drugs. I'm not going to smoke a cigarette. I'm not going to drink because that's what the bad people do. And that's, that's the gateway to hell. Right. That that very much was like the mentality that I had. Yeah. And, to a certain extent, I think it protected me from making really dumb decisions, sure, but it also set me back in a way where at some point, I had to really question myself and say, "Okay, what do I want to do? Mm-hmm. What's responsible and what's irresponsible mm-hmm. right, and kind to figure out my own levels and my own likes and dislikes and all those types right. of things right? right and I would say i'm much I'm a much better person for that now, mm-hmm. right. Like, I have smoked weed. <gasps> I
0: love when you <gasps> said that. I have smoked weed. Smoked the weed. Have, you're going to have to live in with me. I've,
1: I've smoked the ganja. Yeah, shoot.
0: Listen, if you haven't smoked it, you definitely been high just yeah, from contact. The
1: contact. Because I listen, smoke really strong shit. A lot of shit. contact. Which is, is which is great for me because, you know.
0: I'm pretty sure you've done many podcasts high as well because this some, little room. Oh, I
1: know. I'll be hotboxing you in here. I, I'm sure y'all have noticed from the beginning of the episode <laughs> to the end. Things get a little bit I'll more be loose. i hotboxing you in here, bro. That's what it is. It's, it's the contact high. <laughs> But that's the thing, right? Like, like I wouldn't say like I'm a weed smoker. I'm not someone who's like smoking every day, who like knows my favorite strains and about. But, but I've definitely smoked, and I've definitely reaped the benefits of that. I've right. definitely done it in a responsible way, right? Right. Like these things are not bad. No. Most most things in the world are not, are not objectively it's bad. It's stigma.
0: It's stigma. Right. It's it's, stigma it's and the shame.
1: Stigma It's the shame. It's people being irresponsible about it. Like I think about growing up like my mom would be drinking a wine cooler and i'd be like "Ooh, what's that and she's like oh it's a wine cooler Want Wanna taste it? right and i would taste it and i go it's <laughs> nasty <laughs> and, and right and and it took the stigma away from alcohol right. so it wasn't like oh just alcohol is a terrible horrible thing right you know? but it's like you can taste it you can try it right if you like it cool if you right. don't great move on right? right and and that allows you that opens the door for you to be more responsible and for you to be more subjective and introspective right. about these types of substances right and i think if we all did that not just with weed but with everything in, right and kind of understanding what works for me and do i need to go to the doctor and get some pills mm-hmm. do i need to go to sleep earlier
0: do i need to get an exercise routine that works for me
1: Go right. running what combination of things work for you so right. that you can combat burnout in your life right
0: and if marijuana is part of that if cannabis is part of that like that's part of what we mean by justice part of the justice is that we have access to the things that we need and Mm -hmm. including the things that are stigmatized that people have long been shamed for you know like listen when you have anxiety like i do like when you when you're on the verge of a panic attack and you're like i can't actually even breathe you know what i'm saying there are moments where you just need something to help you to navigate your body in the room right and I, it, it pains me when i think about the ways that we have been trained to just take that and to hold it and to sit in it yep. and to just be in pain and to feel like we're about to die you know we don't deserve to live like that nobody deserves to live like that
1: thank y'all for listening before you go make sure you follow us on twitter and instagram at that blk couple on facebook at that black couple and look us up on the internets at www.thatblackcouple.com
0: Bye!